Well, praise God, everybody. Today is Sunday, and this is Sunday School with Pastor CJ. Amen. Praise God. We are so um, excited about being here and ready to, ready to be about God's Word this morning. Amen. Uh, text somebody, call somebody, get on Facebook this morning and tell them to get on the Bowden Church of God radio. This is time to get into our Sunday school lesson. We'll be here from 9 a.m. Our new time, 9 a.m. Say, well, Pastor, why did you change the time on us? Well, 8 a.m. seems to be too early for some people on a Sunday morning. I, you know that some people just want to sleep in and and uh, they're just not able to uh, wake themselves up and, and, and be ready at 8 o'clock. So we just go ahead and move it to 9 o'clock and uh, make it a little bit more traditional as far as the Sunday school time. Uh, so this is Sunday school, 9 a.m., our new time. 9 a.m. will be up for 9 a.m. until 9.30. So while you're drinking your cup of coffee and getting the sleepy out of your eyes, amen, just get ready to enter into the presence of the Lord with us. Let's go ahead and go to the Lord in, in prayer this morning. Father, we thank you this morning, God, that we can be in your presence. God, we thank you for the technology that we have through the airwaves. We thank you for this radio station, God. You, you're using this radio station to minister to so many people, not just here in the Bowden area, but in Georgia and across the nation, God. We, we thank you, Lord, that we have listeners that tune in to us each and every week to listen to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Father, I ask you to meet the needs of the listener and audience right now, Lord, wherever they are, whatever they're going through. Lord, by your stripes we are healed, and oh, amen, and you supply all of our needs according to your riches in glory. So we praise God this morning, Lord, that you're here with us, that you're meeting the needs of your people, and we're excited about what you're doing this morning. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen and Amen. Praise the Lord. Like I said, text somebody, call somebody, get on Facebook. Pastor CJ's on the radio right now. Tune in, Bowden Church of God radio station. Amen. Praise God. We're just going to jump right on into God's Word this morning. I want you to turn your Bibles to Matthew's chapter, uh, chapter 7, Matthew's Gospel. In chapter 7, let me tell you, we had a wonderful time. Um, you missed a good opportunity to praise the Lord last night. We were at a benefit singing uh, for some friends of ours that are going through some hard times. And so somebody put a benefit singing together for our friends. And we went down and uh, our band was able to play. And uh, I'll tell you, we got in there and we started speaking the name of Jesus and we prayed and we bound demons and, and we uh, lifted our hands and we worshiped Jesus, amen. Uh, we had a wonderful time, wonderful time. Got to spend time with Brother Jamie Daniels and his, his band as well and a uh, gospel singing group. And well, we enjoyed listening to them sing and worshiping God with them. What a wonderful time and all I can say is if you weren't with us, Lord, you just missed a wonderful time to praise the Lord. Amen. We look forward to doing that again sometime. Amen. Uh, let's open our Bibles to Matthew's Gospel. We're looking at the 7th chapter, and we're going to go to verse 1. And Jesus, now this is the words of Jesus. I didn't write this. Don't get mad at me. You're going to get mad at somebody, get mad at Jesus. Because he wrote. Uh, Jesus spoke this word out. It's written in red. 
He says, Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, you shall be judged. And with what measure ye met, it shall be measured unto you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but consider not the beam that is in thy own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote that is in thy eye, and behold a beam that is in thy own eye? Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam of thy own eye, and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the mote that is in thy brother's eye. Amen. Same scripture, Cavus King James. I'm going to read to you the same thing from the Amplified Bible. Listen to this very closely. The words of Jesus. It says, Do not judge and criticize. Lord, we could stop right there and preach for half an hour, couldn't we? Do not judge and criticize and condemn others unfairly with an attitude of self-righteousness, superiority, as though assuming the office of a judge, that you will not be judged unfairly. For just as you hypocritically judge others when you are sinful and unrepented, so will you be judged in accordance with your standard of measure used to pass out judgment. Judgment will be measured to you. Why do you look at this insignificant speck that is in your brother's eye but you do not notice and acknowledge the erroneous log that is in your own eye. Or how can you say to your brother, let me get the speck out of your eye when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite, play actors, pretenders. First, get the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. These are words spoken by our Messiah, the head of the church, the Lord Jesus Christ Himself, speaking this to the church, to the body of Christ. Judge not. You know, we've been talking for some uh, for two Sundays, and we'll continue on this Sunday in our deliverance ministry, talking about demonic influence. Uh, I just finished a series, and matter of fact, it was being played on the radio right before I came on for our Sunday school, and I was listening to it on the radio, talking about be careful what voices you're listening to. I want to encourage you to go to our YouTube channel, Bowden Church of God YouTube, and pull up the uh, four-part series on uh, listening to the voice of God, hearing the voice of God. we got to be careful that we are not letting outside influences and voices speak to us, that we are truly hearing the voice of God. Because the devil will tell you what you want to hear. The devil will describe, he will, uh, he will hide behind and he will try to disguise his voice and sound like the voice of God. Uh, he can speak to you and it will sound like mercy, it will sound like compassion, but it is devilish and the devil is trying to twist and confuse you, uh, uh, even using the word of God against you. So you got to be careful what voices we're listening to. We did a whole series on this. Go back and listen to Bowden Church of God YouTube, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And then right behind that series, God started moving us into actually deliverance ministry of being set free by demonic activity. And we started talking about love and forgiveness and how Forgiveness, unforgiveness and bitterness and holding a grudge opens the door to demonic influences in your lives 
And so many Christians are in bondage today because of these doors that are open in their lives. You could call them a portal into the demonic, or you can call it a door to the demonic, whatever you want to call it. It is access, legal access, that we have given Satan into our lives and into our bodies because we are harboring uh, unforgiveness. We are harboring um, resentment and uh, holding grudges against people and, uh, and, and gossiping, uh, judging people. And uh, all these things are opening the door to the devil. And so today we're talking about judgment. There is a spirit of judgment that walks into the church and will get on some of the most precious saints, some of the most precious saints in the church, a spirit of judgment from the devil will get on them, and before they know it, they are judging everybody around them. They're judging other church members. They're judging the teachers. They're judging the church workers. They're judging other families. Oh, yes, and they are judging the pastor and the pastor's wife. And they are in a spirit of judgment. And the devil designs this thing and makes them, uh, and tells them that, you know, this is righteous judgment, that what they're seeing is the Holy Ghost is revealing something to them, uh, and it's a righteous judgment. When the truth is, that is a lie, because what happens is when the Holy Spirit reveals something to you, it is not for you to go out and gossip about, it's for you to pray about. And what happens with the spirit of judgment is you start telling other people, the spirit of gossip comes along with it, and before you know it, you're telling other people, and they're saying, uh-huh, yeah, I saw that too, and then they start gossiping once another, and then you got a whole crowd of people in judgment. Judgment will destroy you. It will open up portals uh, to the demonic uh, forces to come against you physically, mentally, and emotionally. Judgment will open up doors of torment like you have never seen before. And it is so easy to fall in judgment. It's a human, actually, I guess maybe it's even human nature to start walking in judgment because people just judge everything they see, everything they hear, they're judging it. And I want to tell you something. What we need to do is put everything through the filters of God's Word. Put it through the filter of God's Word and see how it stands up. The Word of God is the judge. The Holy Ghost, Jesus, is the judge, not us. Amen? So we just follow the leading of the Lord. We allow the Lord be the judge, not us. We don't have a right to judge. We don't see the whole picture. We don't even understand the situations behind the scenes, but God does. So we got to be very careful not to be walking in judgment. Now listen to the words of Jesus here. It says, do not judge and criticize. See, the problem with judging others is you begin to criticize. Well, if I was the pastor... Well, if I was the quarterback, well, if I was the school teacher, well, if I was the president of the United States, and you start criticizing everything that these people do, everything they say, and you don't even know how to walk in their shoes. You could not even begin to imagine what life is like walking in their shoes. But you criticize as if you know better and condemn. Oh, man, we pass judgment. We bring... We, we condemn people, look at others unfairly with an attitude of self-righteousness. This is the Amplified Bible, an attitude of self-righteousness, superiority. You do, look, and if you're in church, you're supposed to be a Christian, and you're looking down your noses at people like you're better than they are, that is self-righteousness acting as if you are superior to others 
And that is devilish. That is a devil in you making you do that and telling you to do that. And you might, well, I didn't, I don't, don't tell me I have a devil. I ain't got no devil. Yes, you do. You are, you got full of devils. If you are walking around in judgment and you're self-righteous and you're looking down on people and you're judging situations and things before you even know the whole history and the story of behind the scenes and you're judging, that is devilish. And that's exactly what the devil wants you to do so he can open a door to bring sicknesses and diseases and torment you. Is exactly what you're doing. It's just for in verse two it says, For you for just as you hypocritically judge others when you are sinful and unrepented, so you will be judged in accordance with your standard of measure used to pass out judgment. Judgment will be measured unto you. This is a warning from the Lord. The Lord is telling us that you better be careful how you judge others, because it's going to come back on you. The Lord will make sure it comes back on you. How you judge others. If you if you show other people judgment, you're going to be judged. If you show other people mercy, then you have mercy. If you have grace toward other people, you'll have grace. Giving back to you. But if you're walking in judgment and condemnation, I want to tell you it's going to turn on you. And the Lord Jesus Christ himself is going to be the one judging you. Then what are you going to say? I want to tell you, we have to be careful not to be judging other people. You don't know, listen, the problem, with, the problem with us judging is that we don't know the whole story. We can't see behind the scenes. We don't live with people. We don't go with them to the doctor. We don't know what's going on in their lives. You don't know what kind of trauma that person has lived through. You don't know what's going on in their lives. So when you walk in judgment, now that judgment itself uh, begins to bring condemnation. And, uh, you know, the scripture tells us that a fool answers a matter before he hears it. You better be careful. You better be careful before you start opening your mouth and talking about talking about situations and things and people. This is a demonic spirit that comes into people's lives. And listen, one demonic spirit would open the door to another demonic spirit. And before you know it, you've got a whole lot of torment going on. Okay. And I'm going to share with you some things this morning uh, that I've seen and walked through and experienced. Um, just last week, for example, uh, last Sunday night, my wife and I went to a church service. A friend of ours, a pastor in the church, and we went to the church service and we were enjoying ourselves. And and uh, when it got time for praise and worship, the pastor was telling me he's got a new praise team, he's got a new band, and I'm like, all right, man, let me hear this band, you know, let me hear this praise team you got. And um, then the door, the door opens, and uh, this this young man comes in. He must be he must be about thirty something years old, and he comes walking through the door, and I mean, he's covered in tattoos. He's got tattoos on his arm. He's got tattoos on his neck. He's even got a tattoo on his top of his head, and he and his hair is he's is bald, you know, so you can see the tattoo on top of his head, uh, a tattoo of a skull actually on top of his head. I mean, he looked like Bam Bam Bigelow off wrestling or something. He was just you know not as big, but he gave you that impression. And I looked at this guy, you know, and then this family coming in behind him. I'm like, Lord, have mercy! Look like the Adams family or something. You know what's happening here? Who are these people, and why are they? looking like this and i'm gonna tell you that young man got up there on that stage and he started playing that guitar and he got behind that mic and he started talking about the goodness of jesus christ 
He started singing about the glory of God. He started singing about the goodness of the Lord. And I mean the anointing of the Holy Spirit came into the room and I just began to worship. I just began to worship. And the Lord asked me, he says, are you going to judge him or are you going to worship me? And I had to decide right then, boy, do I judge this guy for how he looks or do I worship Jesus? And I threw my hands in the air and I began to worship Jesus. And, I, and the Lord spoke to me while I was worshiping. He says, this guy has a testimony. And so immediately after service, I went to the, um, and there was an older gentleman there as well. And he was actually, the older gentleman was like the leader of the group. He was the leader of the band and plays the keyboard and, and does most of the singing too. And uh, so I went to the, uh, the older gentleman and, and I said, man, tell me the testimony behind all this. I said, I can see there's a testimony here. And so the older, the older gentleman told me, he says, um, he says, I've been playing music and singing in churches for a long time, traveling. He said, my wife and I traveled and we, we served the Lord and, uh, for many years. And he says, my wife passed away. And I think this was, about, I think he said about four or six months ago. He said, my wife passed away and this is my son. He said, my son called me up and this is, this is his wife and these are my grandchildren and and um, and he says they they said daddy we're behind you we're gonna we're gonna support you and we're gonna we're gonna step up where mama is not there now and we're gonna sing with you and uh, you know a, a, a salvation came into the home you know we can't judge people by how they look you get people out here that's got tattoos on them and uh, they're in church listen God is calling them God is pulling their hearts to the cross. And you sitting there with your judgmental attitude because they got tattoos. You don't know what they've been through. I want to tell you something. You can't just go out here and remove tattoos that easily. You know, people get into sin, and uh, and sometimes the sin will leave a scar on their physical bodies that cannot be washed away. I mean, so um, I can't imagine what it would actually take to remove all this guy's tattoos. Uh, or even trying to cover them all up is, is almost an impossibility. But you know, if, but there will be people out there that will look at this young man and look at his family and they will pass judgment. And when they see them in church, they will pass judgment. And when they see them get on stage, their judgment is going to be, they have no business on stage. What are they doing up there? And when they hear them playing and singing, even then they're going to have judgment and say, well, it looks like the devil's up there playing music and singing. You know, you, do, you can't sit there and judge like that as a self-righteous, religious spirit on you that is passing judgment on others. And I want to tell you, uh, if you make it to heaven, you'll see uh, this young man. Amen. He will be cleaned up. He will be in his glorified body. Amen. But he'll be there. And praise God. Listen, Jesus can save anybody, anywhere from whatever situations they have come out of. And there's going to be people that are walking this planet right now that are full of tattoos, that are in church, and they're going to be in heaven. And if you're walking in judgment and bringing condemnation, I'm going to use for you. You may be the one not in heaven. You may be the one that don't make it. So we got to be careful. Oh, man, we got to be, we got to be so careful. You know, a lot of people that, you know, I've been in ministry for some time and pastoring this church and everything, and uh, a lot of people don't know it, but my wife is actually um, disabled. She, um, 
she went through some things years ago. She was in a 42-car pileup in Sacramento, California, and uh, that just emotionally uh, scarred her anxiety. Uh, hearing the crunching of the cars and the things that she saw and what she lived through in that moment, and there's been a lot of things in my wife's life throughout the years that uh, had been a lot of trauma in her life. When she was a little girl, um, somebody had knocked on the door and she opened the door and somebody had a shotgun put in her face and she was just a little kid, uh, traumatized her. And so she's been through a lot of trauma in her life and because of the trauma, she fights anxiety uh, really bad. And, uh, and we're believing God for a total deliverance of that anxiety and she's on some medication for that anxiety. But when she gets stressed, that anxiety starts coming and it's... Um, it starts coming out, and when it happens, she don't, she don't have a filter on her mouth. I mean, whatever she comes in her head, she just says it. And, uh, you know, but a lot of people uh, have judged her in the past. A lot of people have, uh, have judged her um, in the things that, you know, she may be dealing with in a, in a stressful situation. Maybe she said something she shouldn't have said. Maybe she said something or, or acted a certain way that she wasn't trying to. And they've passed judgment, not knowing the history. This is a person who is actually fighting anxiety right now. This is a person who's lived through some severe trauma in her life, and uh, and she's doing the best she can. Uh, this is we've have a um, Wednesday night service. Uh, we've been doing it, Lord, for three years now, and uh, we've got this young man that's been coming to our Wednesday night service for for a while, for actually two years now, I believe. And uh, and he's he's becoming a teenager. He's he's you know as far as his age, he is actually aging out. I guess you could say of our children's program because he's becoming a teenager. Uh, he's thirteen now, and uh, he acts he acts as he acts immature for a thirteen year old. He acts like a little kid, and um, and so I've been talking to him and seeing if we could maybe move him on from the child's class to the teen class kind of thing. And, uh, and as we have been talking with him and working with him, we begin to realize that he's not ready. He's not ready for, to be moved on to a teen class because he still acts very much like a child. You know, and we could pass judgment. Man, what's wrong with this 13-year-old? Why is he acting this way? And why is he so childish and immature and, and everything? And, uh, you know, we could say, well, he just aged out of children's class and he's just going to have to force him to go to the teen class. And if he can't handle that, he'll just have to stay at home because, you know, that's just the way it is. You know, we could pass judgment like that and think that we are just doing the right thing. But as we looked at this young man, uh, one of my children's workers noticed a scar on his head and began to ask him about it. Come to find out the young man's got a brain stunt in his head. He's got a shunt in his head. Uh, there's a story here. When this guy was younger, there was something wrong with his with his brain, and they had to put a shunt into his into his brain. But this this kid's actually a miracle that he's still alive today, and explains why he is acting the way he's acting. He explains why he's immature. He explains why he's still thinking like a child instead of thinking like a teenager. You know, and if you don't know that, then man, you could just pass judgment. There's a story behind things. That's my point this morning, is we must be careful what we judge and what we say because there's always a bigger story behind the scenes than what we know. And God doesn't always reveal things to you. He doesn't always 
tell you these things. I've got a, I've got a, one sister um, in my life. Um, there's three of us. I got a little brother and I got a little sister. And she's the baby. She's the baby of the family. And um, my little sister um, can get upset, and um, she can't control her emotions. She, uh, she's easy to cry and easy to get angry and upset. And, but what people don't know, and, and, and one of her frustrations is she's always having to explain herself. And, and, and uh, she told me this one time, she says, I'm always having to explain why I'm acting this way. And, and what people don't know is that she had a stroke. And when she had that stroke, it affected a part of her brain that controls your emotions. And so she don't have a filter there. There's no buffer to help her control her emotions. So when she's upset, man, her emotions are coming out and whatever's in her mind, she's going to speak and she's going to act out because there's no filter there. There's no buffer there. You know, and people can walk in judgment of that, but they don't know her story. They don't know behind the scenes of what's going on, you know. So I'm telling you, I'm telling you some backstories about my sister. I'm telling you some backstories about my wife and I'm telling you some backstories about this young man in our class. You don't know the story. And I'm telling you about this this worship leader's got tattoos on his head. You don't know the story. Man, there's more, there's more to the story than what you can see and what you can hear and what you can know. And if you're walking in judgment, if you're self-righteous and you're just walking in judgment with your nose down at everybody, you're going to judge these people and you're going to condemn them and you're going to, you're going to call them lower class and you're going to say that you're more superior than they are and all this stuff. And man, you're just walking in pure judgment. That's what that is. Jesus says, judge not lest ye be judged. And I'm going to tell you, as a pastor of a church, man, I deal with this constantly. People are constantly judging me. Constantly judging me. And I, I just brush it off and, and I don't let it bother me because I know they don't know the story. They don't know what I know. You know, They don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And I can't, as pastor, I can't always tell them either what's going on behind the scenes but you know you better be careful you better be careful about judging others a brother a friend of mine put on facebook the other day he's going through something and, and uh, he put on there you know touch not god's anointed do his prophets no harm when you're judging a pastor of a church you're touching the anointed when you're passing that judgment when you're on the phone and you're running your mouth and you're running down a pastor of a church you're touching the anointed you better watch out you better watch out. Listen, those kids were making fun of Elisha, and a, a female bear came out and killed those kids. That's in the Bible. Why did they that female bear come out and kill those kids? Because they were making fun of the bald-headed preacher named Elisha. You better be careful. Touch not God's anointed do his prophets no harm. And let me tell you, Jesus said that if we were to harm any of our children, it's like putting a millstone around their neck and throwing them into the deepest ocean. His vengeance. He's going to have vengeance. The word of God is the judge. Jesus said, Jesus said vengeance is mine. Listen, we've got to learn. If, you, if you're walking through a situation where people are judging you, and, this, and, you're, and you're just like, I'm just tired of people judging me. You know there's people that won't go to church because they are afraid people are going to judge them. And they're just tired of people judging them. And listen, and if that's you today, let me tell you, let me tell you something. There's a song that we used to sing. If I hold my mouth and let the Lord fight my battles, victory will be ours. 
The best thing to do is just don't say nothing at all and just pray. Pray for your enemies. Pray for those who, who do you harm. Pray for those who are persecuting you. Pray for those who are talking bad about you. Pray for God's mercy because vengeance is of the Lord. And I'm, I'm running out of time this morning, but I'm going to tell you, I could go on and on and I could tell you about situations in my personal life where I seen the hand of God take vengeance on people that come against me, who judged me, who condemned me, who tried to hurt me in some fashion or some form. I can tell you of stories of people who are dead today, dead today, and yet they tried to speak against me, touching the anointed, and as a result, they're not, no longer on this planet. I could go on and on and tell you stories today about that, but I'm running out of time. But I want to tell you something. we got to be careful. Let's walk in love. Let's walk in mercy. Let's walk in the spirit of Jesus Christ, who is love and mercy. Let's let God be the judge. Amen. Let's let God be the judge. Judge not, lest ye be judged. That's the words of the Messiah today. Father, I thank you for my listening audience this morning. I thank you for our Sunday school class. Father, I pray that this has helped somebody this morning. I pray that this has opened up some eyes this morning, to spiritual eyes as to what's going on in the spiritual world today. As we know, we are totally surrounded by demonic forces all over our planet. It's in our churches. It's in our politics. It's in our schools. It is influencing us in our workplaces. It's influencing us with our friends. Father, I pray that their eyes are open, that you would oh, give the body of Christ the gift of discernment where they can see the demonic forces at work and rebuke them and cast them out in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for today. Today is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day, for a wonderful service in Jesus' name. My friends, we're getting ready for 11 o'clock church service here at the Bowden Church of God. Get, listen, go ahead and finish drinking that coffee. Get your clothes on, amen, get in that car, drive on down to 1030 West College Street right here in Bowden, Georgia, and join us live in person this morning for church service. This is Pastor CJ coming to you live from the, from the Pastor Sunday School class this morning. We will join you again uh, next Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Until then, God bless you. I'll see you in church.